the Fade Five Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, you jack wagons. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good stuff. Nathaniel Lundy, it is indeed another edition of the Fade Five Podcast. And I'm bleeding, medic. Medic, I've had the worst uh, betting weekend of the entire season. If you follow me on the spreadsheet, I think I'm down like 17 units in the NFL. I lost money. I lost everything in college football, and I lost as well in college basketball. So, Lundy, I am frigid, but you know what solves it? Action on the Hong Kong Plus bus. We got tickets in hand. Let's grab a ride, and hopefully you're going to ride off smoothly into the sunset. So looking at the slate uh, of games across the spectrum of sports, what is your favorite plus 100 odds wager on this Monday? Let me give you one for the Monday Nighter uh, here this evening, and I am going to look at uh, Mr. Browning. Uh, I'm going to look at Jake, and I'm actually going to take an alt line Mm. at at plus odds. Um, If you haven't paid attention or if you haven't gone back and looked at all the stuff from the combine and the underwear Olympics, as we like to call it, um, Jake Browning can move, y'all. He can run. And his over-under for his rushing yards for tonight is at 12 and a half. I like the over by itself, but I want to throw an option out there, and that is over at ESPN Bet, you can take him for 20 or more rushing yards at a sexy plus 175 for him to go up above that number. Part of the reason I bring that up is – If you want to play his regular line at 12 and a half, the juice is right around minus 120, almost universally across the board. So you're going to pay a little bit more than your standard player prop juice to be able to take him at 12 and a half. But he can move, man. I'm telling you, if he gets out into just a little bit of free space, he can he's he's got some speed. And I think that he can break this. He did three carries for nine yards last week against Pittsburgh. But that was Pittsburgh. Jacksonville's defense is not the Steelers' defense. And so I think he's going to have more like what we saw when he had to come in in relief of Joe Burrow, where he had four carries for 40 against Baltimore. So I love the idea of plus odds for him to have 20 or more rushing tonight. And I found that one over at ESPN. I think... If you look at DraftKings, you can actually go as high as 25 or more and build Hmm. that juice up. I'm not going to get too greedy. I'm going to stick right there at over 19 and a half plus 175 at ESPN. I think it's a great call, and I, I tell you what, I'll piggyback on that and give you a little bit more evidence as to why I'm tailing it. Uh, Browning ran a 4.74 at the Combine, so again, he's got some wheels. He ain't Tom Brady out there, folks. Uh, he's not a Galapagos tortoise uh, in need of some uh, leafy snacks. And, uh, and or maybe- by the way, by the way, that 4.74 is faster than Mahomes did yeah. at the Combine. I mean, this is... I- Look, seven quarterbacks for Jackson against Jacksonville have gone over the 12 and a half, and three of them have had 30 or more. That's why I'm all about this, man. I love this one. Yeah, and the other uh, takeaway here is this. Jacksonville is number 13 in the NFL in pocket pressure rates, so they like to dial up the heat. And again, that usually leads to opportunistic scrambles. I thought uh, Jordan Love would have a couple more of those last night. I think he left yards on the field as a runner because he was so precise as a passer, and I ended up losing on my over with rush yards with him. But I'm going to double down. I'm going to ride with you, Lundy. I'm following you on Jake Browning. 
on that over on Rush Yards. Great call there. Let's go to the world of college basketball. And on this SGP, it's a very light slate. But come with me if you're buying what I am selling. Let's go with Furman plus 17 and a half in Arkansas. Take it on the Razorbacks. And I'm going to take the over on that all total of 153 and a half. You put those two together, you get it at plus 105 at Bet MGM. Holy moly, these teams love to run. I've watched Arkansas several times this season. I already caught Furman earlier this year. Yeah, don't be swayed by their 4 and 4 record. Furman's going to, I think, hang in this game, especially with Arkansas coming off that high of beating Duke uh, in their last game down there. In Fayetteville, Furman number 30 and adjusted tempo on the season, number 27 as well at EFG offense are netting 61.9% from two-point distance, uh, very leaky offensively. Uh, or defensively, I should say, number 274 DFG defense, uh, but one of the best in the country in sharing the sugar, number 11, and assist to field goals made. Over 47% of their shots come from three, and if they are running hot from outside, we're easily going to coast over this total, and they're going to hang with Arkansas, who, by the way, loves to run two, number 121, and adjust the tempo, and Arkansas, number 119 at EFG defense, and a middling number 123 in EFG offense. They usually feast at the free throw line over a quarter of their points come on those charity stripe opportunities. But this feels like, at a minimum, like 83 to 71 hogs. Uh, so on this SGP, give me Furman. I'll take that total up to plus 17 and a half. And I'll take the over as well at 153 and a half against the Arkansas Razorbacks plus 105 at Bet MGM with those bets on the board. Let's head to Duval County and party on down with a feline fracas on the fade five. Number five. Merle Cinco in the matchup between the Bengals and Jaguars. Uh, let's go with a Jaguar. And I am uh, saying, uh, let's go with Christian Kirk. And I'm going to take the over. Let's get that plus money on the board on the receptions at four and a half. The best juice in the industry right now without question at ESPN bet on this because they have alt lines uh, for just about everything. So you can take this up. Most books have this at three and a half. And it's just way up to like minus 150, minus 160. But I think it gets at least five catches. So I'll take the over that four and a half at plus 135. Yeah, work the shoulders. It gets seduced uh, by that juice. Uh, why is this entirely doable? It's all about who he's going to see primarily in the slot. And that is Mike Hilton of the Cincinnati Bengals, who has been rather generous to his Primary assignments this season evidenced by his 67.3% catch rate he's allowed. Eight wide receivers have gone over this number against the Bengals this season, who ranked just number 19 in pass EPA defense. Christian Kirk uh, averaging 7.6 targets per game. Uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence has come out and said he's one of my favorite, if not my favorite, wide receiver on this roster, they have a bubbling chemistry. Uh, and you also look at Kirk's uh, other advanced analytics uh, that are out there. He is number 17 in total route wins and has gone over this five times this season. So hopefully 
Uh, we're going to make it a six-pack, and it's going to go down the gullet. Oh, so tasty. So, Lundy, fade or follow. Numero Cinco here on the Fade 5. Christian Kirk over four and a half catches, plus 135 at ESPN Bet. Love the plus odds that we can steal at this one, in part because of what you said. Look, it's why I went and grabbed the alt line on Browning over at ESPN. They're giving you some alt lines that oh, yeah. are – that that stand alone because in truth some of the some of the books have the alt lines available to you but sometimes those alt lines they're only letting you mess with them in same game parlays it's not necessarily something that's a standalone that you can do espn does let you do it like this one with christian kirk there is a bromance between those two and i think they're going to get down and party in duval Oh, yeah, I crack out about a few cold ones because we're going to party in celebration catch five balls captain kirk number four Numero Quattro here on the Fade 5. Let's go with another Jaggle Wire. And yes, I, I know that he was limited in practices this week with a chest ailment, but he is good to go. And I think he's going to be uh, firing at full capacity. Yes, Travis Etienne. And give me the over on 66 and a half rush yards. Down a yard from the open. Minus 115 available there at Bet MGM. Look, I think the Jags are going to be in command this game from start to finish. Uh, I would be shocked if the Bengals hang with them. Uh, Jacksonville playing potential for the number one overall seed, believe it or not, right now in the AFC. So they have something on the line, and Cincinnati's in full eval mode uh, as uh, Joe Burrow's out for the season. They're not going to make uh, the playoffs this year. And you look at Cincinnati, number 26, and Rush EPA defense are giving a 4.64 yards per carry and 97.9 rush yards per game just at a running back position. Four guys have gone over this total against the Bengals this season. They look at ETN. Uh, guys get a lion's share of the touches, 76.6% opportunity share. Uh, he's averaging right at this number, 66 rush yards per game. He's hit the over four times. And, yeah, the advanced analytics are just kind of may or mid uh, number 31 in yards after contact per attempt. Uh, missed tackle percentage well below 20%, but – this seems like a 15 to 17 carry kind of game. And given the shortcomings defensively in the trenches of Cincinnati, I think ETN will crack at least 67, if not reach 75 or more yards here in the end. So Lundy, feed or follow Travis ETN over 66 and a half rush yards, minus 115 at BetMGM. How many, how many, oh, oh, how many carries did you say you think he's going to have? 15 to 17. Oh, good. Good. I'll tell you why that's important when we get to bonus time. Take me <laughs> over on this one at 66 and a half on the rush yards. Yes, I think he gets some handoffs. Uh, I, I really like Jacksonville in this game, um, you know, because there is no Joe Burrow. You talked about just kind of where Cincinnati's at. Um, so I do really like Jacksonville in this contest. I love the idea of Duval uh, sneaking in and being one of the top seeds in the AFC. I think it'd be a ton of fun. Yep. I'm a Trevor Lawrence guy. I have been a Trevor Lawrence guy since his rookie year. So you put all of that together. Give me all the Travis ETN tonight, and I'll explain why the carries are important coming up. Uh, whether you're doing it for one Clemson Tiger or the other one, Travis ETN, I'm taking the over on Rush Yard. Number three. All right, let's work at a Cincinnati Bengal. Let's work in a one positive angle because it's a very suppressed market to the quarterback uh, upheaval they have on that roster. Of course, Jake Browning, who we both are uh, completely lined with on the overrun rush yards. I think he's got throwing up balls 
uh, to generate an over for Jamar Chase, 55.5 receiving yards. Uh, the juice is really swayed. It opened at some books at plus odds. It's now universally minus odds uh, on the 55 and a half line. I'm pulling this minus 115 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Yeah, Jacksonville is stiffened out on paper, uh, defending the pass. They're number eight in pass EPA defense on the season. Expected to see a lot of Tyson Campbell in coverage is Jamar Chase, who has allowed, though, a 62.5 catch percentage and 107.5 passer rating. So that mono a mono matchup uh, seems to be beneficial there on paper. 13 wide receivers have gone over this total against the Jags this season. A look at Chase. Uh, he's averaging 10.2 targets per game. He is number three in total yak among all wide receivers. So if he catches like a quick 10-yard out route, it could turn up field and tack on additional 10, 15, 20 yards and get us over the necessary threshold here. He has been over this in seven of his last nine games. And most importantly, with Browning under center last week, remember he went for 81 yards. So, Jamar Chase, give me the over on all the nickels. 55.5 receiving yards, minus 115 at DraftKings. Lundy, fade or follow. Well, not having Joe Burrow should scare you, and it's why the numbers are suppressed. But as Brad said, you look at what happened last week, and look, um, Browning's not dumb, okay? He knows yeah. what he has in Jamar Chase. He's got the best wide receiver on the on the field. So, he's there. You're going to find a way to be able to get him the ball. And look, you you had the game against Baltimore that I already referenced when we were talking about Browning's um, rushing total. So that was one you just get thrown to the fire. Last week, you kind of get thrown into the fire because you're going up against the Steelers defense. Now you are going into a third game. There's been some game planning. There's been discussion. You know that that is the sort of thing that Zach Taylor can work on with him now going into this one. Are they going to win the game? No. But you're to the point now where you can start to work through some of those play progressions because they've had time to do it and to have all those practices with the ones. So you put all of that together. I think he finds a way to get to Jamar. I think this number is way too suppressed. I think they are way too down. In my opinion, they're way too down on Browning in this one. He's going to have opportunities against the Jacksonville defense that's leaky. If you were itching for some action, chase the over on Jamar. 55.5 receiving yards. Number two. Numero dos, a man uh, that is, uh, I think, the central subject of Nathaniel Lundy's fantasies because of the long, flowing blonde hair, which I will never have in my entire lifetime. I'm very envious. I'm extremely and extraordinarily jealous. And that is Trevor Lawrence, of course. Uh, and I'm not going to focus on the passing data, although I'm going to try to share something with you in bonus time, if I remember it. But uh, I like the legs working in overtime early in this game. Give me the over as a result. 13 and a half rush yards for the Blonde Barber, minus 115 at BetMGM. Cincinnati, middle of the pack, number 18 in pressure percentage on the pocket, dialing up the heat, 21.9% of opponent dropbacks. However, they've allowed 27.2 rush yards per game to the quarterback position. Six guys have the over, including Gino Smith and Brock freaking Purdy. Ran wild against them. So Trevor Lawrence, a guy who is an opportunistic runner, uh, he's got some pretty good wheels. Uh, that long athletic frame can generate some chunk gains. Uh, he's averaging 4.6 rush attempts per game. He's averaging 21.8 rush yards per game. And he has been over this prop seven times this season. Now, my worry is... Jacksonville blows the doors off of Cincinnati early in this game. 
uh, that means that uh, Lawrence will just, uh, you know, sit back in the pocket, uh, probably stand tall, stand clean, avoid any kind of contact and risk of injury and not run. So hopefully he'll get this early on in the game. And it's certainly possible what the Bengals have provided to opposing offenses. So putting that all together, Trevor Lawrence, numero dos on the countdown today. Over 13 and a half rush yards, minus 115 at BetMGM. Lundy, fade or follow. Quarterbacks scrambling everywhere. Uh, yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna roll with some quarterback numbers here. I like Lawrence, and yet again, uh, hold that thought, Brad. Bonus time oh. coming back <laughs> with Mister with Mister Lawrence. I really like the kid. I just it's got nothing to do with his hair, man. I don't know. What, you you just have an obsession with hair. That's all. You did because you don't have any. Uh, and so you, you've got this strange obsession with hair, with quarterbacks, hair, with uh, pretty much any like the dude in front of you at the grocery store. You're just kind of fascinated by hair. Uh, so I need you to, you know, it's not it's not my thing. It's your thing. But uh, but yes, I do like this one for Trevor as well. We're hosed, dude. I keep agreeing with you. Uh, I tell you what, man, I, I just want to be an aspiring per plus model. Please, God, if you live and exist, give me some follicles at work. Never not working. Number one. Number uno here on the Fade of Five podcast. It's working a little SGP. And when I built this, is a plus money. And I don't know if it still is, but I, I'm going to give you another leg. It's not. Uh, well, I'm going to give you another leg that will make it plus money. So on the two-legger, Evan Ingram, four more receptions. Evan Ingram, 45-plus yards. Correlate, synergize, bring it all together. I, when I built it, it was even money, plus 100 at BetMGM. Uh, Lundy is telling me that uh, time has expired, so just take the Jacksonville Jaguars on the money line. And if you get that at BetMGM, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's plus money. And I know for a fact if you use the 50% SGP boost, which they have for Monday Night Football at BetMGM, it's uh, 100% going to be plus money. So uh, regardless of how you construct this, uh, let me break down the nitty-gritty on why I like Ingram tonight. Uh, The Bengals, much like Denver Broncos, refuse to defend the tight end position. Uh, They have, uh, you know, repeatedly just rolled out the red carpet for plus-size targets. Uh, Six guys have gone over both these thresholds in a single game this season. They're giving up 6.4 receptions per game, 70.5 yards per game, two tight ends, uh, the second most total yards to tight ends, the fifth most reception to tight ends as well. Evan Ingram, Seeing a very healthy 7.5 targets per game. He is over 12 in total air yards among all tight ends. Number two among all tight ends in total yak. And has gone over both of these lines in the same game seven times this year. Make it a snowman, the Ocho. I think he gets to eight. And again, if you want to attack on the Jags just to win straight up, you get a plus money. Or if this is still available, plus money. Or you just want to take it a little minus odds. Pick your poison. But to recap, to recap, all this SGP, again, when I built it yesterday, Evan Ingram, four more receptions. Evan Ingram, 45-plus receiving yards, plus 100 at BetMGM. Lundy, fair to follow. So BetMGM right now, it's minus 110. So if you want to play it, you can. Bullshit! You can if you want to. You're just going to pay the standard juice. If you add the Jags on the money line, it goes up to plus 135. So there you go! That's what the numbers are right now on this one as of tape time here on a Monday morning. So you can adjust this one uh, if you want to. Again, uh, another guy who is going to come up here in my bonus time. We'll talk about Ingram here in just a second.
Oh, Evan Ingram uh, already made an appearance on the pod. Lundy is teasing me. I know he's got myriad SGP pieces that are out there and all kinds of action, probably a plus money. It's bonus time! Lundy, it's time to let uh, one of the cats, maybe a Bengal, maybe a Jaguar, out of the stinking bag. What else you got for me? Well, let's uh, let's look at some of these guys that I was just saying that we wanted to talk about. Let me do the most recent one, and I'll kind of work backwards. Let's talk about Evan Ingram. I like Evan Ingram's reception props tonight, Brad, on an escalator is what oh, I want to bring up smart. for this one, okay? So his standard line over under right now is sitting at four and a half. However, if we jump over to the alt lines, we can get him to over five and a half plus 135 and if you really think that they are going to stick it to the Bengals when it comes to the tight end position over six and a half receptions bounces you up to plus 240 so I'm working I'm working an escalator with Evan Ingram so the reason I knew you couldn't get what you had done at plus odds was because I tried to do it earlier and I knew that it was at minus 110 so I did exactly that I added the Jags on the money line get it to plus 135. But then from an escalator standpoint, I'm going to sprinkle smaller unit bets on each of those, the five and a half as well as the six and a half, because this could be one of these games where Evan Ingram just absolutely goes ham. Um, Talking about, oh, what was it? Oh, that's right. Rush attempts. Uh, Give me Travis Etienne for 15 or more rush attempts. Give me Trevor Lawrence three or more rush attempts. That's all I need out of those two guys. Three for Lawrence, 15 for ETN. Tiny juice you're paying, minus 104 over at ESPN. So I can I can take that one. I'm fine with it. I don't want to get greedy and try to like bump. Well, just yeah. take the Jags on the money line you if can, you want to get into plus odds. You can add that in if you want to, but I did those two just by themselves. Got them right at minus 104. Um, and ESPN is one of the only ones that has these alt lines for rush attempts available for you. So it is a gift that they are giving uh, over there at ESPN Bet. Let me go to uh, the ice for this evening. Six games on the schedule for this evening in the National Hockey League. Uh, let's talk about a gift. Yes, gift. Both of these games to have a goal in the first 10. Let me start on the early slate with Dallas and Tampa. The Lightning either have or allow a goal in the first 10 in 75% of their home games, and they're at home. So Dallas is middle of the pack. It only happens in about 55% of the games that the Stars play, but it leans that way heavily when the Lightning are at home. On top of that, there's been a goal in the first 10 in four out of the last five and seven out of the last 10 games that Tampa has played. So we're rolling with that one. And then we're going on the late night. Let's talk about Washington down in the desert. The Caps are taking on the Arizona Coyotes. This is another one where we're leaning into the home ice and what happens there. Because by itself, this is only sitting at like a minus 140, which is a little bit unusual for those of you that bet the gifts with me on a consistent basis. But Arizona does it in 81% of their home games. So we're pairing up Dallas and Tampa. Washington and Arizona, that one, if you put it together right now over at uh, DraftKings, plus 174. Usually when I do these folks, as you know, they're right around plus 150. This one's all the way up at plus 174. Then I've got two bets for you in the uh, latest game on the schedule, and that is St. Louis and Vegas. First and foremost, take Vegas just in regulation. Uh, I'm going to bring them down as heavy money line favorites, and I'm just going to take them to win on that 60-minute line. That one pulls it down to a minus 120 at BetMGM. Why is that important? Because at DraftKings, it's minus 145, so I'll take the extra 25 cents. Uh, Vegas in regulation, minus 
minus 120 over at BetMGM. And then uh, at Caesars, and I don't know exactly what the Emperor is doing with their odds to make this come out so strong in your favor, but it is. If you take Vegas on the money line, so not the regulation, just Vegas on the money line, and Jack Eichel to have an assist tonight, it is plus 145 at Caesars, and I'm really surprised by that. Eichel's on a three-game point streak. He's got eight points in those three games, and five of them are apples. So he's getting it done in terms of helping his teammates out. So I'm going to take him for the assist. You can't take him just for a single point. It's not available. You have to be able to take him for two or more. So I'm taking him for the assist instead to be able to put this together again over at Caesars at a plus 145. I yield the floor to the gentleman from Illinois. All right, fantastic options there. I got way too many SGPs, but uh, let's go ahead and go to another one. Why not? Team Ramos parlay play of the day action. And uh, this is with the boost, a 50% SGP boost at BetMGM. Simple three-legger, Jacksonville money line. Jags, don't let me down. Uh, you got to win this game if you want to try to solidify your position as a top seed potentially in the AFC for the playoff race against a team, again, that is in full evaluation mode. So just handle it. They have won seven of the last 10 straight up at home. Uh, leg numero dos, Kimmy Joe Mixon under 74 and a half rush yards. Uh, I don't think he's going to be remotely close to this. You look at Jacksonville, only two guys have gone over this against his defense this season. It's given up just 59.2 rush yards per game at 3.58 yards per carry the running back position. And leg numero tres, Christian Kirk. Hey, if I think he's going to catch potentially five balls, he's going to get a ton of yards in the process. And all I need is 45 or more more on that last leg, uh, which he has done 10 straight games. And on top of that, Cincinnati number 22 in pass EPA defense, 15 wide receivers have reached the 45-yard mark against him. So Jacksonville money line, mixing under 74 and a half rush yards, and Christian Kirk, 45 or more receiving yards with the boost at Bet MGM. Ho Lundy! Plus 207! We're gonna dig out of this hole! Not entirely, but we're chipping away at the deficit, uh, hopefully, for sure. Fingers crossed. All right, elsewhere in this game, uh, let me throw a couple of other SGPs on the board for you. Uh, a little two-legger, simple, uh, ESPN bet at plus 131 odds. Uh, Travis Etienne, two or more receptions. Joe Mixon, three or more receptions. I think Mixon's going to be a busy man as a pass catcher. Uh, game script uh, should go negative uh, here for the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Jacksonville Jaguars, now two years running, just flat out refuse to defend the short field against good pass catching running backs. And Joe Mixon is certainly that. And I think Jake Browning will find him as they're trying to scoreboard chase in this game. And I need a couple of early catches from Travis Etienne. Usually that's practically an L or a G. I worry about the game flow a little bit, but uh, hopefully we'll get this by halftime. We're not going to have to sweat it out. So I like that one quite a bit. Uh, elsewhere in this game, another SGP, uh, take Jamar Chase of four or more receptions. Trevor Lawrence under 34 and a half pass attempts. Again, he may not see a whole lot of action in the fourth quarter. And Trevor Lawrence over two and a half rush attempts. You put all three of those together, plus 150 at ESPN bet. Remember, kneel downs count. I mean, that's really important to know. And, uh, you know, late in this game, as we're sold away the clock, uh, he could cash it. And, you know, you might have sweat in your brow like, kneel down, run the clock, take the steps. They have no timeouts. Please don't bring in the backup and screw me over. That's a possibility. 
but hopefully Trevor Lawrence will get those three rush attempts. Will not chuck it 35 or more times. And uh, Chase will get out there and get his four grabs, which he should, theoretically. Again, plus 150 there at ESPN Bet. But wait, there's one more! Uh, Jacksonville on the money line. And Brandon McManus, the former Bronco, to boot at least a couple of field goals. I uh, can get that at low plus money as well. Right now at ESPN Bet, Cincinnati has allowed eight kickers to boot at least a couple of field goals. Again, their shortcomings at EPA defense, number 26 in that ranking. And you look at McManus, he's done this six times. And in three of his last four games, Jacksonville, number 25 in TD only red zone percentage. So they move the chains, but typically they stall. And they trot out McManus to clean it up for three, split the uprights a couple of times. Jacksonville wins, and he can score some winnings there at plus money. Hey, let's go to college basketball because I know it's a light slate, but naturally I have action on it. Uh, I grabbed this immediately when I saw last night. I had to rub my eyes a couple times. Look at the screen. Rub them again. Look at the screen because I couldn't believe how high the total was in Iowa and Purdue. It opened at 166 and a half. Uh, at some books, it's down to like 163 and a half, 164. I would play that under even if it was at like 160 and a half. I understand track meets are always front and center when it's the Iowa Hawkeyes. They're one of the fastest teams in pace of play in the country. Uh, number 43 in EFG offense as well. Uh, but uh, number 122 in EFG defense. Purdue coming off that loss at Northwestern. Uh, they're probably itching to put up some serious points. And they may score 85, hopefully not 90 in this game. Uh, and Iowa will get cooled off defensively. Uh, because you look at Purdue, number 29 EFG defense, and they are number 20 EFG offense. Uh, Zach Eadie's got to dominate on the glass. Uh, Iowa not a good rebounding team. They don't have the size to match. Uh, and they do cash in at the free throw line, but they're only hitting 70.5% as a team. So under in the 160s, whatever line is, shop around on that in the Iowa and Purdue game. I also like the under and Lundy's Oregon State Beavers matchup against Cal Poly. I grabbed it when it opened at 135. It's down to like 133 to half, 134 in some of the books, and I would still play the under on that at minus 110. Uh, Cal Poly, one of the slowest teams in the country, number 304 in adjusted tempo. Oregon State, not particularly fast. Number 236 in tempo. Both teams suck at fundamental basketball, which is putting ball through basket. I look at Cal Poly, number 268 in EFG offense. Oregon State even worse at number 284. Now, my only concern is this. Uh, over 27% of Oregon State's points come at the free throw line. And Cal Poly is one of the worst in the country in opponent free throw rate. They're number 353 to be exact. So stoppages, opportunities at the line. Hopefully, Oregon State's not going to push that total over late. Uh, but I do feel it's got to hit the under in what should be a disgusting affair there in Corvallis. And uh, let me see, can one NBA play for you? Taking the under on C.J. McCollum. Three-pointers made that at two and a half against the sack. Uh, Sacramento, number nine, and fewest three-pointers made allowed 11.9 per game. And you look at McCollum. Uh, since returning, his last couple of games, just four for 16 from beyond the arc. And has hit the under in four of eight contests this year. Yeah, he's got uh, 8.3 attempts per game, but he ain't making a whole lot of buckets. So still shaking off the rust. I think it'll be one more night of that. So two three-pointers made, not three. That's what I'm feeling in that matchup uh, against the Sacramento Kings. 
All right, I'm out of breath. We are out of time here on the Fade Five Podcast. Uh, do us a favor and drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this broadcast. And Fade or follow us on the X. Lundy's giving it to you at Nate Lundy. I'm doing the same at Noisy Huevos with the always free, always transparent spreadsheet picks with the wonderful, fantastic Oregon State Beaver, Nathaniel Lundy. Don't score, Beavs. I'm Brad Evans. Until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Do ball!